Hey guys, if you would like to get to know each one of us better, go check out Patreon. Yeah, patreon.com. Or the app. Get the app. That's better. Okay. Listed in the show notes on the support link. Sides on home. I can get distracted. Cause the fact is, this ain't where I belong. Everybody sing. Sing along, everybody. Uh, can we hear something from the Sopranos and Altos? <laughs> I was talking to these. Oh. Welcome to it, everybody. It's Pod Me Podcast. I'm your host, your virtual pastor, the Pod Raider. Devin Birdsong is my name. Pod Me is my game. <laughs> Just came up. Came up to me. That just came up to me. <laughs> just came up to you. Uh, it's August 1st, already in August. Man, it's a scorcher too, right? It's hot. I actually have no idea what the weather's going to be in August. <laughs> We're recording this the first week in July. When you have big interviews, you just got to make do. I mean, when Herschel's in town, you just make the best of it. Yellow. How you doing, Herschel? Good, and you? Good. It's hot outside. It is hot outside. Mm-hmm. Currently, we are on the last day of Central Oklahoma Youth Camp, and uh, it is a scorcher. As they say, mm-hmm. everything going okay for you? Going very well. I mean, we've been on here going on two minutes, and I mean, you know what the expectation is? <laughs> very high. Okay. Except on this one, it's very low. Low expectation. Why? The ministry of low expectation. No, I'm talking about you've been on this podcast for two minutes and 20 seconds, and you still haven't said anything. Said anything. To Loretta! And she's here, too. She's part of the studio audience. She is. I know you guys are in suspense because you didn't read the title to the episode. Probably not. But we have an, an unbelievable interview that me and Herschel set up. Awesome. What do you think about this interview? Are you nervous? I'm a nervous wreck. Oh, man, I am, too. I am tore down. You're hiding it well. We have Miss Olivia Isaacs, uh, the daughter of Reverend John Isaacs. <laughs> wow. Who was episode 86. I don't even remember what he talked about. It was good, but I though. promise it was awesome. It was very good. Yeah, it's we an love. honor to be here. Well, thank you, Sister Olivia. I'm I'm glad you agreed to this. How did all that come about? Well, me being the person that I am, Brother Devin just came up to me and asked me if I'd like to be a part of this podcast. <laughs> That's right, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it was similar, I think. It's such a humble servant's heart. Whatever she's asked, I thought it was something more like you said. When am I going to get to be on the podcast? Um, I don't remember that part, but <laughs> maybe it happened that way. Maybe it happened. Okay. <laughs> and don't dare me. We'll get you on. Yeah. Then we also have another young lady, uh, Sister Brianna Ingram. Hi. How are you? We've been good. actually talking about doing an episode similar to this for a good while. We were going to have uh, my son Brooks host it. But 
he didn't hear anything about this, so we just went ahead and recorded <laughs> without him. He doesn't know where we are right now. Uh, one of the most downloaded episodes that we've done, actually the second most downloaded episode that we've done, is the Preacher's Kid episode with my two older sons and Trey Brock. <laughs> Being all about ratings, we decided to get two more Preacher's Kids on here. <laughs> Uh, that was previously. It could just get surpassed. Oh, it's going to today, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, Sister Olivia, you are a fan of the podcast, correct? I'm a big fan. Okay. Right behind Odie? Yeah, we're right there. Okay. And you have friends that listen? I do. I have lots of friends. Can listen. we tell people how old you are? I'm 17. Okay, so we're raising our demographic a little bit. <laughs> Any friends in particular you want to talk about on this podcast? Or just not talk about them, but give a shout out to? Yes, I have... People texted me, telling me as soon as they heard I was going to be on the podcast that they would like a shout out. So Noah Kelly, they said to shout out his Instagram handle because he is looking for a wife. Is what they said. <laughs> but this is going to be released in August. That's less than a month. Do you think anything will change there? There's no way. Okay. <laughs> There's not a chance. Shout out to you, brother Kelly. <laughs> Anybody else? Allison Kelly, who is also looking for a husband. And let's see, Addie Morgan and my sister Elena and her husband Nathan. They're all huge fans. I I would say I got a text Mm -hmm. from the brother-in-law Nathan, and he just said, you know, I need to shout out to my nephew in Georgia. He calls me Uncle Judd. So shout out, double shout out. So (laughs) do you think we should just make this all about shout outs here today? We We could. Yeah. Well, look... I do not like for people to talk about this podcast and me and how good of a work we're doing. So we're actually here to share some cool stories from you guys. Hopefully they're going to be cool stories. Sister Olivia, you have been a pastor's kid all of your life. Yes. We first started pastoring when I was a baby. I was just recently born when we started pastoring the church that we're at. And I've been there ever since. So all you've known is being the pastor's kid. That's right. And you also are the middle child, correct? I am the middle child. One of three girls. <laughs> yes, sir. Sister Brianna is the eldest of Brother Herschel and Sister Loretta. Mm-hmm. Yes. Y'all have pastored two churches. Yes, sir. And done a good bit of evangelism. Yes. So y'all kind of understand more everything from the pastor's kid perspective. So I want you guys to tell us what would be the optimal evangelist to come in and preach for your dad and the church. Let's go to the preacher and his preaching. What does that have to be? Uh, let's let Sister Isaacs go first. Um. Well, I like someone who will just get right in there with us and just act like they're a part of us. Someone who just gets right in there with us and acts like they're just family, you know? Mm -hmm. Because it just feels like it's nobody new, you know? They're just coming in. So is that as a church member or is that as the pastor's family? Well, I guess you could say as both. I love, as the pastor's daughter, like, fellowshipping, Mm -hmm. I love just to have somebody come in and just be a part of us. Sister Brianna. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. I like somebody that can have a good time. And can keep it under. Keep 30 minutes. Under 30 minutes. Over 30 minutes is too long. Okay. So the preaching has to be under 30 minutes. Yes. I actually went to preach somewhere, and the pastor's kids met me before I got out of the vehicle and was like, hey, uh, how long are you preaching tonight? I was preaching to youth rally. How long are you preaching tonight? I'm like, well, I don't ever preach over 30 minutes. I was like, is that, that okay? 30 minutes is good. 
20 minutes is better, they said. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've asked a preacher that before. Have you? <laughs> I have. Were you at the youth rally? <laughs> no, that was not me that time. We've got the preaching has to be at least 30 minutes or under. Yeah, if you can't get it out in 30 minutes, you don't need to be up there, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> it takes you that long to get the point across. So let's tell everybody how old you are, Sister Brianna. I'm 16. Okay, so a 16 and a 17-year-old preacher's daughter's. This is their perspective. Any particular preaching style? I like like a fast, get in there kind of preacher. I don't typically like a slower kind of. Can I say oh, that? You can. <laughs> okay. Listen, nobody's listening. Okay, you can okay. say whatever you want to. <laughs> Just make it sure. That's that's the point of. Yeah, that's the total yeah. the reason why we're doing this. <laughs> well, that's typically what I. So you like. better get in there and get it said, that's- and it better be exciting. Yeah, I kind of like it, you know, yeah. let's punch it hard and get out of here and go eat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Sister Brianna. Yeah, I agree with that. If they're like teaching and like talking all uppity up, mm-hmm. or it kind of just goes right over my head. So they need to get in there and preach. You know, what? I think both of those are good advice. Yeah. The really smart preachers, sometimes I feel like it just goes right over my head. So <laughs> I, I will have to say this for mine. Okay. There has been times on Sunday nights, Brianna tells me, I have no idea what you were saying. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of preacher I am, but I have got the response. I have no idea what you're saying. Okay, let's go here. Do you got a least favorite sermon of your dad's? Anything I'm the illustration in would have to be my least yes. favorite. Okay. So let's go there. We're still talking about how to build a good sermon from two young mm-hmm. ladies' perspective. If you're a preacher and you want to use your kids in an illustration, that's a no-no? That's a big no That's a big no. Okay, well, let's use examples. Sister Brianna, do you have any examples of that? Um, I have some, but they're embarrassing about me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't have to send it there. Yeah, I don't like whenever you use me in illustrations because we have a very big church. And But what if it's an illustration that fits perfect with the sermon? Well, there's other illustrations out there. <laughs> he doesn't need to use me. Read a book. Come on. Read you know, a book, all Dad. All the books he has in his library, he has to use his own children. <laughs> But they don't, people don't relate unless you kind of know. I mean, just old Joe. I'm trying to defend the preachers. Come on, Hirsch. Albert Barnes has no illustrations. Yeah. <laughs> about his kids wrecking vehicles. Matthew Henry okay. has no idea about totaling vehicles. Uh, Sister her. Olivia, you have a personal illustration you want to tell us I about. Do. This is a little bit of my testimony right okay. here. <laughs> Let me grab the Kleenexes. It's going to get good. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen the video on Instagram of me wrecking our van in our own front yard and i was used as not even just an illustration i'm pretty sure this was last sunday i was used as like the whole sermon <laughs> so it was recent, <laughs> really recent well he used this as an illustration i'm pretty sure it was last sunday so pretty recent my goodness he's still talking about that and how yeah. long has it been it's been a couple of years. Read a book. I, I mean, <laughs> come exactly on. What I'm <laughs> brother John, brother John and sister Heidi are not in the, in the studio audience. So we've got total freedom with this young lady right here. Yeah. They told me to watch what I say. <laughs> <laughs> we should have asked if they were fans before we started this. Sure. <laughs> so we've covered what the, the preacher has to, to be like, no using your kids in sermon illustrations. My kids do the same thing. As a matter of fact, it's extremely embarrassing to them, but man, it works out good. Doesn't it? It does work out. Nice. <laughs> what about his wife? I love somebody who can carry the altar service because okay. typically I'll sing when my dad preaches and I love someone that can go right up there and do it because I like to, 
you know, be able to get in and pray and help other people pray. So I like someone like that. So you guys take care of the music? Typically. Um, it just depends on kind of like who's preaching, but usually I will. That's actually a very good, very good point. Yeah. So I typically will love someone like that. Sister Brianna? I feel like that's the same way. You don't need to get a preacher's family where the wife can't push in the altar services. <laughs> Both of you guys are singers, take part in the altar service. Is it a welcome break to you to have someone come in? Yes. What about their kids? I love someone who can just come right in and just be your friend and have good church. I love to go and like try to make new friends. And I love someone who's just really friendly, mm-hmm. outgoing, and that's fun to hang out with outside of church. That sticks out in my mind looking backwards. The greatest evangelists to me were the ones that would be my friend yes, outside I, of church. I typically remember revivals and stuff where just the kids were super friendly. That's always the good memories I love to look back on. And from an evangelist kid's standpoint, that's the revivals they think is a highlight too. And these kids were friendly. Uh, any particular age groups with the kids they need to be your age? I would like okay. my age. <laughs> Typically when I hear like an elder preacher and his wife are coming, I'm like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so excited for this. <laughs> oh, please, not a 45-minute boring doctrinal preacher. Yeah, that we, talks over my head. We, <laughs> we got a 40-minute gray-headed preacher this week. Oh, no. <laughs> Any particular stories about getting kicked out of your room so the evangelist can stay in your room? Oh, yes. Yes. Any Every favorite time. stories? Because my kids will say this. Mom and dad will be like, oh, yeah, our kids, they love to sleep on the floor. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Nobody a- loves to sleep on the floor <laughs> or the couch. That's just... My back, I think that's why it hurts why it does, because I've had to sleep on the floor and the couch so many times. Like, Olivia doesn't care. She's the middle child. Let's give her room up. I'm like, wait, you have two other daughters. Okay, so it was your room. that You were the sacrificial lamb, so to speak. That was me, because the baby always gets her room, and the older sister, I'm oldest. I get my room, so usually I'd have to share or get the couch. <laughs> uh, listen to this girl over here. She's quiet as a mouse. <laughs> How do you feel about that kind of stuff? I have had to get, I'm always the guest room. The youngest child is usually the favorite, so. Okay. <laughs> it works that way. Yeah, okay. That's how it works out. Herschel, do you have anything to say about this? <laughs> Not true. <laughs> that's exactly what my parents would say, too. Yeah, in denial. <laughs> no, I admit that the room is given up and uh, we do pay for a chiropractor because of that. <laughs> but both of them give up their room all the time. From that perspective, have you ever thought about if you were just an attending family to a church and didn't get to see the evangelist and his family come in to your home, what would that be like? Can you even imagine that kind of life? I can't. Not cause... really, because we've always been in ministry mm-hmm. since I was really young. So. I say the same. I couldn't imagine like any other different way. I love that. I love being able to sit around the table and listen to all the stories. I've heard the stories from like people being raised from the dead to like God healing a toothache. You know, you hear all the stories. So like, I love that side. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I view both of you this way. I don't know you as well as I do, uh, Brianna. But I view both of you this way, just listen to you talk. You guys aren't two girls that's been soured on the ministry. I was told when I was a pastor's son, you be the first to go make them feel welcome. You be the first to do. You guys probably had that spill, right? Yes. Yes. So what are some of the things that you guys have done to try to make kids feel at home or at ease? Well, for us, like our house, like there is nothing in our house that's like precious, valuable. Like 
that you're like, you're going to like break and like, we can't replace it. So we had a family come one time and they had two younger kids. They had like, I think the little girl was like three or four and the little boy was like probably two. And we got water guns and chased each other through the house. I had a kid, my sister had a kid, and we was just chasing their parents through our house. And like their parents were very nervous about it or whatever, but the kids had a good time. Mm -hmm. Like we try to always make the Vandals family feel welcome. And I think it was like a year later, the little girl was going to bed and she looked up at her mom and she's like, I want to go back to their house and have a water gun fight. Mm -hmm. And so like stuff like that, we make an impression on people. Yeah. We had a preacher come through with some younger kids and he left our place and went somewhere else and I was checking on him. Hey, man, how's it going? He said, man, we had a really good revival here. He said, we didn't have near as much fun, but we had really good services. <laughs> <laughs> and we had good services, too. But I hope that that's – I hope we're putting that in our girls. But now we don't even ask them. It's, it's, it's part of – you know, you don't have the nicest thing. You don't have the best thing. But when they leave, if you can influence enough to say, you know what? We had good altar services and we had a good time after church. Yeah. Preachers leave the house and their kids say, you know, thank you for letting us be ourselves. I just agree with that. I would love to have, you know, young kids leave and just be like, I love going to Brother John Isaac's church mm-hmm. because they're so nice and friendly and make us feel welcome. I think that's something that's not everywhere that needs to infiltrate. When you have good girls like this that mm-hmm. they, they enjoy accommodating, they enjoy the ministry. Let's tell some funny things that happen behind the scenes that most people don't ever know about. We've talked about what would be the perfect evangelist and his family coming in. We didn't really spend much time on what their kids have to be like. Young kids? Are y'all with young kids? Like really little kids okay. or like kids my age? Sister Olivia? I agree with Brianna. I like either really little kids or well-behaved. So, like. you're, so you're saying, have you ever had an experience with bad-behaved? Um, You get them few and far between. I'm pretty sure every preacher's kid, pastor's kid has. Any, any favorite toys destroyed? well one time i don't think they listened to the podcast so i'll just go ahead and tell the story um (laughs) we had a family over and they were all in my room and she was eating food in my room all of a sudden i seen her just spit it out all over and um i had to clean it up the mom did not clean it up so i had to clean up the food out of my own room so did you have a little chit chat with your mom dad and be like uh put them on the do not invite back list (laughs) yes i was like um we're not gonna be able to do this one again (laughs) no matter how good he preached exactly he may have helped everybody in the church but this is not gonna work (laughs) sister brianna um yes we had an evangelist and his family come by and we had to give up both of our rooms whenever they came because Mm -hmm. they had like older kids that needed a bed and they had a little child. He was t- probably two or three. And he ran straight into my sister's room. She has one of like those hangy things like from the ceiling, like mm-hmm. the curtain things that go around like a chair. Mm-hmm. He ran straight in the room. The first thing he did whenever he got there and pulled it like out of like the sheetrock, like <laughs> out of the ceiling, like screw and everything. <laughs> totally out of the ceiling. Totally out of the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, to man. interject here. Emma's like, hey, can you come put that back up when you get a chance? And I'm thinking, go hook it up. I walked in there and it's just. A big old hole in the sheet. Sheet rock is down. <laughs> so let's move on to some personal stories of you guys in the ministry. I'm sure I embarrass my dad places we go, but this actually happened at your grandpa's church. It was at the end of the revival. It was Friday night, and he was asking all the family to testify. 
Andy had went through all the family. And my sister, my older sister, gave out this big spill testimony. It was great. Those older sisters can do it, can't uh, they? I know. And I was like, how am I going to live up to this? And all of a sudden, he's like, Sister Olivia. And I just went blank. And all that came out was what she said. <laughs> and everyone in the church just lost it. I was like, well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> but you've been a testifier for... Your entire life, right? I'm not big on testifying. Are you Sister Brianna? No. I don't really have a story like of something like embarrassing that happened to me, but we went to a church and they put us up in like, it was like an attic and it was in like a hot state. So like the air conditioning was out. It was 90 degrees in our room and my parents had a bedroom and there was like a living room kitchen area. Well, they went in their bedroom to go get ready for bed and everything. And me and my sister open up to hide a bit and roaches fall out of it and like, start crawling in all directions <laughs> and then at that same church dad got up that morning to make coffee or whatever and he looks in the coffee pot and there is mold in his coffee pot <laughs> so we've had some accommodation issues mm-hmm. i actually looked in two coffee pots and there was about two inches of mold in two coffee pots. so to all the pastors out there go look through where you're putting your evangelists make sure all the appliances are working good Try to do your best to kill the roaches before <laughs> Sister Brianna yes. comes in and stays. <laughs> yes, please. Sister Olivia? I've stayed at some pretty bad places. I've had to sleep on a hospital bed before. <laughs> a hospital bed. <laughs> a hospital bed. Still have the operating buttons where you can like go up and down? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> it was an old-timey hospital bed, but it was a hospital bed. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you sleep with the rails up or the rails down? <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> Was that in an evangelist quarters? I just want to ask. It was at a youth camp. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we were in like a family room. I'm pretty sure we each had our own hospital bed. <laughs> okay. I, so, I smelled donations. This, <laughs> this is something we haven't covered. There's a so there is a down. there's a grade of furniture that falls to the evangelist quarters. Yes. And it's always the hand-me-down, broke-down stuff. Then there's another lower level... <laughs> Of furniture at a youth camp. <laughs> it's the bed that grandma died in. <laughs> and let's put let's put Sister Olivia in there for the night. Just make yourself comfortable. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I had to stay a whole week there. And you made it through alive. I did. Okay. Any other stories? We went to one church in the United States of America somewhere. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) And they had been taking us up and offering. We preached three times that Sunday. Like we preached Sunday morning and then we drove to another church Mm -hmm. and preached that afternoon and then came back and preached Sunday night. So how do you feel about three services on Sunday at three different locations? Yeah, get pastor's kid perspective on this. Don't like him at all. Afternoon Sunday services are just for the birds. Like, <laughs> okay, nobody likes them. He gave us a check for our offering, and we went on Monday to cash it at their bank. They was like, "Yeah, just our bank's up there. Go cash." It. And we get there, and the check bounced. Like the bank would not cash it. <laughs> you guys are picky. <laughs> on the way over to the studio, Studio Four. By the way, what do you think about Studio Four? It's it's so nice. Man, thank you. You're actually sitting in the song leader's chair. Oh, 
It's an honor. Yeah. It really is. On the way over here, you were sharing some personal stories that has happened to you, church-related, ministry-related. They say I'm the child that, you know, doesn't have a filter and just does whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I get Reason that. number what? That we invited her on here? I was about to say the exact same thing. You are welcome here. Well, this one time in a youth camp in the United States, as Brianna would say, um, we were preaching. Um, we were sitting in this open-aired fellowship hall. There was a boy sitting in the window, and <laughs> he was talking to me and my sister. I don't even remember what he had said, but apparently it was pretty bad. He had said something to my sister. I was like, don't say it again, because, you know, <laughs> I'll hurt you. And he had said it again. So I take him by his feet and dump him out backwards out of the open window. Hold it. <laughs> um, this was a really long time ago, just to oh, clarify. Yeah. <laughs> and he fell backwards onto his head on the concrete. In perspective, though, on the way over here, you made it sound like the illustration your dad used uh, you and a sermon was years ago too, and you said it's last Sunday. No, so I'm actually going to be asking all these guys at youth camp. It could happen this week. <laughs> you talk bad about my sister. This did not happen okay. this week. I just declare. Okay, this is years ago. My parents, of course, made me go apologize, and I was mortified every time I still see that boy. I remember pushing him out of the window. I'm pretty sure I busted his head. <laughs> I think my parents were ashamed of me after that. Were they? <laughs> Very disappointed. <laughs> what happened to you? They made me march back in and go apologize to him and his parents. Oh, that my was... goodness. That's a little over the top. I, that's what I thought, too. But <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Well, we had went out to eat with a family. They had ordered, it was Mexican, and, mm -hmm. you know, you always get the free salsa in the water, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we know all about the water. <laughs> and um, the family had ordered a cheese dip, and I was like, I told them, I was like, wow, you guys are rich. You get to order a cheese dip. <laughs> My dad was like, hush, Olivia, hush. <laughs> <laughs> Water and no queso. <laughs> That's right. Stuff's like two bucks. <laughs> no way we're going to buy that. And, and she declares to everybody at the table, this is wealth right here. <laughs> the cup of queso speaks of wealth. <laughs> That's what I thought at the time. They probably, they probably ordered a soda pop as well. Oh, I wouldn't that doubt kind it. Of money. When uh, my kids were on the, on the podcast, the Preacher's Kid episode last year, they made it sound like that they never get sodas going out to eat. Is that a deal? Typically, when someone else is paying, I've just always, you order water, they're paying, you know, mm -hmm. be courteous. So I'm always like, I'll have your water. <laughs> but While their kids are what? Getting all the sodas and the queso. <laughs> yes. Since there's a little bitter and still but in that. The baby sibling, you know, always gets spoiled. My younger sibling went out to eat with another family, and she ordered the most expensive steak on the menu. She's like, I'll have your filet mignon, and comes home and tells me this. I was like, do you not know? I was like, did they not teach you this, what they taught me? <laughs> How did the commandment fail when it got to you? Exactly. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, anything else you guys want to share? I don't think so. Nothing else on your heart? All I want to share. <laughs> okay, well, we can put a bookmark here and have you guys on later, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Was we'll it too bad? Back. No, it was not bad. Sister I Brianna, it. was it bad? Not not that, not too bad. Okay, let me ask you this, Sister Brianna. If, if Herschel wasn't here and Loretta wasn't here in the studio audience, do you think you would have felt a little more freedom to talk? I think I might have felt a little bit more. Okay, we'll see what <laughs> like we can arrange next time. <laughs>
Herschel, I think it's been good. It's been awesome. I've took a few notes away from it. What's your takeaway? Uh, I've also been raised in a pastor's home. It amazes me the perspectives really haven't changed. The, the ministry side of things have been, it's a circle, just kind of over and over again. I think some of the, the down spots, and they still have two still in church, mm-hmm. still in ministry, and, mm-hmm. and they're to the age now that they could really kick back against it. Mm-hmm. I think it I think it speaks pretty well of both of them that Amen. Know, roaches trying to murder young people, yeah, pushing them out of windows. That's they, something that I want to take away to my kids one day. I've never seen the ministry painted in a bad light at all. That is yeah. tremendous. And high marks to your mom and dad. Yep, I agree. And being raised in it, I'm not saying they painted it for me. But I'm just, that's one thing I, I force most of the time. I want my kids, and that's somebody's buying, you know. That's mm-hmm. usually why I try to buy the meal. Yeah. Get what you want. Get three Cokes. I don't care. I want you to walk away with, with that impression. And hopefully I've seen... It was actually in revival at Brother John's. Uh, we felt like praying for, I don't know if she remembers it or not, but we felt like praying for husbands and wives. And both of my girls got all the kids and took them to the back. I was watching the kids while we had altar service. It wasn't asked to do, but I really think if I really think this is a wonderful life, the ministry side of things. I do too. And that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast is because I wanted to tell the perspective from all angles sure. of the ministry. And I'm actually very honored that you guys would come in and and talk on these big old plastic microphones because <laughs> it is intimidating. And you realize your voice is going to be heard by at least uh, nine other people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how many friends did you name? You named all 10 of them. <laughs> That's like a majority of your audience. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we found out who the other 10 people were. <laughs> No, I wanted to I wanted to showcase that side of the ministry and watched you guys in church this week at youth camp. You both have been getting in great. I think it's awesome because there's a whole lot of stuff that we all have to climb over, but sometimes the minister's family, like it or not, especially at y'all's age, you hear things that may not be pleasant. You see things, observe things yourself that may not be pleasant. And in spite of that all, we all realize we're living in a broken world. And you also realize what your parents are trying to do to help people. I mean, last night we had a tremendous altar service. And the majority of the people that were getting help there toward the end, Sister Brianna, was some of your youth group. And you and, and your sister Emma were right there in the mix, along with your mom and dad being the biggest cheerleaders. That's awesome. And they put a premium on the presence of God being in in your life and you being in that environment. And I hope and pray that you guys will always keep that premium as well. You are making a difference whether you know it or not. The good always outweighs the bad, too. Like, you're going to have some people in ministry that will paint it in a bad light, but the good always outweighs the bad. Yeah, a lot of it. My dad always says, you don't pastor a church full of perfect people. We're all imperfect. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people push people out of windows. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not bring that up again. Okay, can we share anything from Sister Brianna to kind of even up the even up the most embarrassing moment for you, Sister Brianna? Well, one time we had this family. We went to their church and preached a revival, and she was hitting me, like, just over and over and over. It was getting really annoying. Like, she would just... She, punched me in the stomach she just hit everything and i was like stop i was like that's really annoying she was like i just i can't help it i can't help it and i was like your arm is not an involuntary muscle i was so mad at her and so finally i just slapped her across the face and then Shout she went crying yeah she just went crying to her parents i was like uh I think that should be the title of this episode. Your arm is not an involuntary muscle. It evened it up. Yeah. I think it's great. I don't sound as bad now. 
<laughs> yeah, we've got the two most violent ladies in the movement sitting in this in Studio Four today. You better hey. make sure your kids are well behaved if we come. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they'll push boys out of windows. They'll slap girls across the face. It doesn't matter. Equal opportunity offenders here. <laughs> hey, thank you guys both for coming on. Yeah, pleasure. It's an honor. Yeah. No, no, no. The Stop honor it. was all mine. Stop it, Herschel. One more time, please. <laughs> Losing my voice. <laughs>